Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm doing good. The question is, how are you doing? Because you lost our last episode, and it was our momentous episode 69, and your punishment was to 69 a porcupine. Yeah, yeah, that, that was go? the punishment. Um, it was interesting. It was an experience. Um, so I went, and I picked out a porcupine that was fun and yeah the, where'd you we were trying to figure out why you oh, do that pet smart oh okay because yeah. donkey kong country 2 taught me you just go to any pirate ship or swamp and you'll find one <laughs> yeah i that was my first thought as well but i didn't know where a pirate ship or a swamp was the right. only swamps i know of are like in florida i think i don't know yeah. dexter uh that's that's what i i thought i saw on dexter before but um no, I went to PetSmart, uh, a pet store, and they had, oh, just so many porcupines. I picked the finest of the bunch. D- you didn't um, tell them what you were going to do with it, did you? No, no, not the workers at PetSmart. But I did try and tell the porcupine what I wanted to do, and I realized they can't talk. And I didn't feel right, like, not knowing if it consented or not. So That's, that's important. I, I tried, but I couldn't. So I, I didn't actually 69 a porcupine. Oh, see, that's that's disappointing because I had the bestiality patrol on speed dial, the beast police, and the beast master. I was going to send them all after you, but, you know, I think it's good that you didn't do that because so that's too. something you don't really come back from. And yeah. so we would have really had to shut down the podcast, even though I kind of did want to after episode 69, which was like where do you go from here right um but you know i found we should go to 70 and that's a good idea i think that's what we're doing today going to episode 70 and you know let's maybe just get into this right are you ready i'm I'm ready i'm ready i have some good songs to play oh Oh, I got some great ones. Um, So you are listening to Best Song Ever, and you are joining me and Brian on our never-ending quest to find the best song ever. What we're going to do is uh, play our favorite new songs for each other. We each pick four songs in secret and debut them for each other, so you're going to hear our genuine reactions. Um, When I play a song, I'm hoping Brian says, Papa Likey. And when he plays a song, he's hoping I say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. That's our stamp of approval. That gives a point to the person playing the song, and then we're going to tally up the points in the end and face our punishment. We know Brian kind of got out of his punishment from last time, but that's good. But what should our punishment be this time? So we talked about this on a past episode. and That's what I was thinking, too. Our birthdays, both of our birthdays yeah. are upon us yours uh, is coming up. this coming Tuesday. Yes, it is Tuesday, and then yours is the next Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which like (laughs) i've got a the old donkey throat as they say it (laughs) a little hee-haw in my craw um but the gods saw fit to birth us mere weeks apart yeah i mean we were like six years apart but it's kind of like we were destined to host a podcast yeah and this is some new information for the listeners we were birthed by gods we are we are the children of gods um much much like thor uh was and we love talking about thor but we won't get into that you're gonna get into thor no 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 i didn't say the other one's name that's true 
Um, so, but yeah, both of our birthdays are right back to back. So, we talked about the loser of this episode because it's before our birthdays. Whoever loses, your you, birthday's canceled. You don't get a birthday. How old are you supposed to turn? That's a personal question. You never <laughs> ask a lady that. I'll tell you, I'm supposed to be 28. Oh, I'm supposed to be 34. Okay, so you you might get stuck at 33, and you know what happens at 33 in Jesus's case? You oh, get man, shoot! Crucified. I know. I and you know, I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna get out at 33 without being crucified. And mm-hmm. I've always wanted to outlast Jesus. That's been my goal my right. whole life. I'm like, I'm gonna That's outlast Jesus. I'm gonna right. outlast Jesus. I'm gonna outlast Kurt Cobain, and I'm just gonna do it. So I'm I'm hoping that. Uh, I don't lose. So Yeah, well, hopefully your songs are good enough. But as we mentioned, when your birthday gets canceled, you are stuck in a time loop. Like, And I, I just wanted to bring this up again because I got the title of the movie wrong. You like, said it, plural. Well, Groundhog Day, but I also said 25 Christmases, oh, which yeah. was the Disney Channel original with the guy from Brink in it. That's it's right. actually, I had to do some digging. It's actually called Christmas Every Day. I think I kind of blended it with four Christmases and mm. got a little confused. Or like 50 first dates. Yeah, maybe something like that. But anyway, so the loser will get their birthday canceled. So high, st- The stakes are yeah, high. Yeah, those are pretty high stakes. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to get us started. I wanted to open because I have what is one of my favorite new songs. Ooh. Last week you played Childish Gambino's This Is America. I sure did. And... I've been listening to that just on repeat, and I've also been listening to this song, and they are very different. I'm not implying that they are similar, but I just love how both of them have so many interesting sounds brought together and just create a joyous listening experience. And this band I actually played on our first episode. This is Dirty Projectors. Ah, yeah. So I love this band. I know you have mixed feelings on them. I have mostly one feeling on them. <laughs> mostly one. Okay. Which is I don't really like them that much. Oh, okay. So that's... I like some songs here and there, but um, yeah, I would say overall, I'm not a huge fan. And I know you've heard this song and you said it was okay. When I asked you what you thought of it, I had already listened to it five times. <laughs> I was obsessed with it. I had already reached out to get it. And uh, you were like, yeah, it's okay. So hopefully I'll uh, listening in the headphones this time and I'll change your mind. Um, so what I did was I listened to the song, but I kind of knew within the first little bit that it wasn't like something I was going to go after. So I kind of checked out kind of zoned out okay um so i i don't remember what i really think about it so i'm excited to listen to it again and then have to be forced to talk about what i think about it yeah and also you you are probably going to want to listen to this new album because it has some amazing people on it and with a few of my uh songs this week i reached out and didn't even realize the awesome people that were involved um, this new album has guest appearances from Sid. Sid's cool. Empress of. Mm-hmm. Amber Mark. Oh, I love Heim. I love oh, Rostam. Oh, oh. Robin Pecknold from Fleet Foxes mm-hmm. and Dear Nora. But mm-hmm. Amber Mark and Heim, those were the two I thought that would get you. You were right. And Sid. Sid's, Sid's pretty amazing, yeah. But Dirty Projectors has been around for over a decade, and it began as Dave Longstreth 
during the last album, he lost some key members of the band, but he kept it going, and I just love this new sound. He did some crazy things on the last album. I still loved it. I know you weren't super crazy about it, but I feel like this is the perfect middle ground of some classic Dirty Projector sounds and the new stuff that he was experimenting with on the last album. So let's get into it. This is Dirty Projectors with Breakthrough. What's up? How's it going? Neo real cheekbone. She is so dreamy. Like she got features on Fellini. Deadpan, unimpressed. Archimedes, palimpsest. Just hanging out. Or Julian Casablanca. She's at Epiphany.
know, I liked some of that music. Um, yeah. I, I, I think musically I enjoy, and I, I enjoy Dirty Projectors, and I enjoy the innovative spirit that he yeah. has because it's it's different than what you hear. Um, but I, I just, it's not my thing. And that's okay. That that's is okay. Okay. It's not my thing. It's your thing. I know you're excited about it. I'm happy you got it on the podcast. Um, he jammed a ton of references into that song like yeah lyrically um, you mean? lyrically yeah uh i heard fellini for sure <laughs> yeah uh features on fellini which i was like made me think of like features on like a rap song but i'm not sure why someone would have features on fellini but i, I think it was a like facial features that i was thinking that um, might be possible and too have you watched Fellini films much at Not all? Not really, but I uh, know he's one of the greats. I mean, he he knew how to make beautiful women look beautiful. So oh, yeah? it makes sense that kind of, um, you know, f- like features from right. uh, that point of view. Um, also, Julian Casablancas. Did you catch that line? Just hanging out all Julian Casablancas. <laughs> that <laughs> was good. I, love. I think he said Middle Earth at one point. Yeah, Middle Earth highbrow. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know. It's it's that was fun and the music again super cool. I enjoyed. Um, it was catchy and strange and all over the place. Yeah. So I want to talk about some of the elements musically and then talk about my lyrics that I my favorite lyrics. Um, so obviously my the part that gets me that gets stuck in my head is that those high notes on his mm-hmm. his old telecaster i believe it's a telecaster he's playing in the video um amazing video for this by the way he's with a bunch of birds in this cool room it's just shot awesome and um then uh i love the harmonica coming in um at parts and then that big synth sound that keeps the bassy thing that keeps expanding contracting is uh like what I would expect from his last album, you know, he experimented with a lot of electronic stuff, whereas the orchestration and those high guitar parts really remind me of some classic, those high guitar parts really remind me of like the stillness is the move and like some of the seminal dirty projector songs. Um, lyrically, I love the whole thing seems like he's, you know, obviously talking about a woman that he's, interested in whether romantically or otherwise but um saying she's a breakthrough in the chorus saying under the sun there's nothing new but she keeps it 100 in the shade she's a breakthrough and i think of that as like being in the public eye someone like him who is you know mm-hmm. an entertainer kind of in the public eye and then he meets someone who is not and she's just awesome and keeps it 100 in the shade even though no one's paying attention no one's necessarily watching in the public then She's still super cool and um, simple enough idea, but I really like how he goes about it. Very creative lyrics, and he's just one of the most innovative song crafters of our time, I feel like. And I've loved this band for so long. I saw them at Bonnaroo in 2013 with the Ridge lineup. Well, not really the original lineup, the one that came in the middle. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's fitting that on our first episode, we were playing... A song about him losing a lover and right. band member and now this is a cute poppy song about his interest in another woman as i said either romantically or otherwise so i am very excited for this new album i mentioned all the amazing guest stars and um he's got his 
classic rhythm section in there, Nat Baldwin and Mike Johnson, and a new band that he's touring with. So I cannot wait for Lamp Lit Pros. Yeah, I'll give it a spin. Give it a spin. Dude. I mean, a digital spin. I, I'm not going to buy it on vinyl and then put it you on, in my record You spin your computer player. as you yeah, listen to <laughs> exactly. albums. It's really weird. Normally, I listen on my phone, so I'm just spinning my phone. <laughs> just, uh, Basketball style, one finger. Nice. All right, so that was Dirty Projectors with Breakthrough from Lamplit Pros out July 13th on Domino. You know, nothing brings me more joy than to just piss you off. You know, um, and th- there's something that I learned just really just gets your little pea brain all in a fury. Uh oh. Um, and that's when I like play a song from the 80s that's getting reissued, and you're like, that's not fair. You can't play music from the 80s. I'll just play Prince, like, yeah, or whatever. I said the replacements, but Prince, perfect example. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play a song that's being reissued, and it's from the 80s uh first here fuck you (laughs) perfect yes this is see you're doing exactly what i want you to and i love it um so first i'm gonna talk about the label that is reissuing it um the label that's reissuing it is called awesome tapes from africa Hmm. and what they do is find awesome tapes from africa exactly that sounds awesome and then reissue it work with the artists and like do a 50 50 split sort of thing on um any sort of money that is raised from the selling and just put out awesome music into the world that was not um you know readily available right. not digital um at all so they've released one album from this person who is called professor rhythm which is a awesome, awesome name <laughs> And he's a, like a house producer. He worked on the uh, hit Fox medical drama House. Yes, you, Laurie. He he did, and he um he was brought in when there was like rhythmic issues. Mm. Um, in the in- inner ear, I believe. Yeah, that person who had that rhythmic inner ear yeah. issue. He did some consultations for sure. I think I remember that episode where House was like, his ear is uh, so rhythmic, there's some drum beat coming from inside of it. And then his wacky neighbor, Wilson, looked over the fence and said, I think he's got a Jumanji board game in his head. And that was what it was. And that's where those rhythms were coming from. Yeah, and and, um, that was a crazy episode. I loved it. Very lowly rated, but I thought it was great. Wilson is crazy. That's pretty interesting house talk. Um, So... I said it's from the 80s. It's actually from the early 90s. So forgive me. Still, you're going to be pissed off, I'm sure, uh, yeah. that, I, that I'm that i playing this. What, I'm going to just play Neutral Milk Hotel? I guess that was more mid-90s, but you get the point. I totally get the point. Um. So anyway, this this song is great. I, I heard it, and it felt like um, it at the same time feels dated, but also not because so many people are drawing from this time and this style of music right, right now. And it's just great. And I just want you to hear it. Let's do it. I want you to steam. I just want you to be a real Stanley steamer over there. (laughs) Okay. So let's listen to Professor Rhythm with Professor 3. Thank you. 
Well, I'm happy to announce that I just um, graduated from Rhythm University because Professor Rhythm just taught me how it's done. Lordy, lordy, very gordy. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, Like you said, a lot of... um, It doesn't feel dated at all because there are a lot of people using those same elements and imitating this sort of style nowadays. One that came to mind was Porches, who I played earlier oh, in the okay. year because sure. they imitated this sort of house drum and bass with 80 synths and the piano. I loved that piano part in this song and the synths and a cool blending of funk and house. And uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. It really worked for me. Yeah, totally agree. Um, it's just a, a smorgasbord of wonderful synth yeah. sounds. Um, you, you got the deep synth bass, which I love. And um, also the, the like, sort of echoey do 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 um kind of crystalline yeah uh, exactly. sounding synth which i love too and yeah and, and, the and then there was that voices very, that come in right disembodied yo over and over and over again and yeah it, it's a cool song there was also that very princey synth mm. that i liked a lot it's good stuff i'm i'm really interested um to check out uh again they released a, a full album already which is on um your spotify's or your my spotify's uh, your it, it's sure it's on your spotify's oh, nice. it's on everyone's spotify's too um and this is coming uh out from a, an upcoming album that's well not an upcoming album but an upcoming re-release of an album as well so soon we will have two full-length professor rhythms to really dig through that's awesome that was Professor Rhythm with Professor 3 from Professor 3, which is out soon on Awesome Tapes from Africa. He looks like a fun guy in this picture. Like a mushroom? No. That, oh. <laughs> it took me a second, which shouldn't because I've made that joke many times. My next uh, project comes from another indie rock veteran. I got a lot of those. This is... An artist I mentioned in my description of the last one because they're on the Dirty Projectors album. This is Dear Nora. Have you ever heard Dear Nora? I don't think so. I've, I've heard of the name before, but yeah, I never checked him out before. This was new to me too. This is the project of Katie Davidson. And uh, this is the first Dear Nora album in 10 years. And Katie's been working as a producer davidson said one of the reasons i retired dear nora 10 years ago was because i couldn't figure out how to navigate financial stability as a full-time songwriter and touring musician and for the last three years i've worked as a commercial music producer i enjoy my work but i constantly think about how i'm contributing to the massive capitalist garbage dump of life when trump got elected i knew it was time to make a new album i derived a ton of lyrical inspiration from several recent visits to Oaxaca, which Charles Gambino references in <laughs> This is America, and Mexico City. I'm fairly obsessed with Mexico's culture, music, and attitude towards death. I also derived inspiration from the Mojave Desert and Oregon's high desert. To me, there's nothing like letting go of my thoughts and being in the dusty, sensual wilderness. Living on Earth feels like pure magic to me, and I tried to bring that feeling to this album. And it really does have that feel of like deserts and uh canyons and stuff like that and this song is called sunset on humanity and um it it's got that vibe of a sunset but also the sort of sinister uh sentiment that that implies so 
Let's take a listen to Dear Nora with Sunset on Humanity. Sunset in the video game and I'm walking on the beach. The colors are radiant, orange, blue, purple, red, yellow, I'm reaching, it's all within reach. I Disappears on the shoulders, fake wind in my hair. I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm breathing fake air. like you a lot about that song yes um, yeah i i really enjoyed like kind of the rambling melody in the verse that seemed like it was aimless but it wasn't at all mm-hmm. and then she tied it all together with like wonderful harmonies um lyrically it was awesome yeah. it felt like almost like a post-apocalyptic song um and also timeless at the same time mm-hmm. super interesting um yeah this is a song i really want to revisit over and over again um, because there, there's just a lot in there. It's kind of a dense, but also at the same time breezy song, which um, I really appreciate that like dichotomous relationship within it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, it just sounded great too. Right. <laughs> and yeah. that's the I love the the twangy uh, desert vibe. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it gives it that breeziness. But I love that double meaning of because I'm still catching lyrics. I was still picking up some. Just listening this time, um, even though I've heard it a bunch of times, but I love the sort of description of a sunset, which is kind of beautiful and this this beautiful experience. But then it, it tied with the political situation and yeah. all this uh, 
it it takes on a new more sinister meaning but um yeah i'm glad that uh if nothing else good comes out of all this <laughs> we got dear nora back to uh deliver us that beautiful song so that was dear nora with sunset on humanity from skull's example out may 25th on orindal records i also didn't realize that Dear Nora was on the Dirty Projectors album. That was pure kismet. Pure kismet. That's that's great. Uh, you really kismeted it up, and I'm proud of you for that. Thank um, you. And I feel like we need to get a little noisier now. Yeah, let's like, do it. We need to to make people's ears hurt a little bit. Make them bleed. Not like too bad, but oh, never mind. Not not like. <laughs> physically harm our listeners oh, see, i like to do that i know but <laughs> i want them to keep listening right you know you get true. this thing where you want to hurt people but i want to yeah. like cultivate a relationship i don't know it's weird i about have destructive that. impulses like that yeah it's true um but so my uh i had a, a good friend recently text me and be like have you heard this three song ep uh from this band on one of my favorite uh punk rock labels uh, Don Giovanni and I was like no I haven't actually and so I checked it out and man every song is incredible on it it was hard to choose one this comes from a band called X Void and they used to be Joanna Gruesome which uh, oh yeah which is a, a great band great name, name. Um, and Joanna Gruesome I, I believe there were like four or five people in that uh, band and this is from two of those members uh, Joanna Gruesome released two full-length albums, and um, then they kind of broke up a, f- a few years ago. Alana McArdle and Owen Williams went their separate ways, and um, I think Alana was working in some like occult shop, which I imagine is like the shop that they always buy things from in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, do you remember that right, shop where right. you know you walk in and you? you buy the different things you need for spells when willow got way into witchcraft and well in one episode that owner was giles's old friend and he was the one who was causing the bad things i forget what the thing was but giles's old friend was a real dick uh he came back a couple times i think and was like a chaotic presence man not cool at all so that's the kind of shop she was working in and then they just had a chance meeting at uh, some dance class and um, a dance chance meeting. Yeah. It, I think it was like contemporary dance or something like that. And uh, they started talking about working again. They recruited a rhythm section and another guitar player and they um, wanted to make, you know, they were really good at making this fuzzy power pop sound. And they wanted to stick with that because they're good at that, but also they wanted to introduce some more aggressive sections, kind of inspired a little bit by hardcore punk, which you will hear all of that within but a two-minute song. So there's a lot jammed into here. Every song is great. If you like this, I, I highly recommend you check out this EP, which is out already. So let's get into this song. This is X Void with Anyone Other Than You. I 
you you were right about that was not ear bleeding noise ish no. it was a good middle ground uh i dug it it was like when it started it was it felt very classic like hardcore punk mm-hmm. like bad mm-hmm. brainsy i expected someone to come on screaming and then it sort of shifts into that just breezy bouncy sort of 90s jangle pop sound and uh i liked it and i liked the sentiment in the chorus what was that i don't want to be around anyone and other anyone, than you yeah and um yeah the the verses are like someone different is calling to check to make sure he the, the person's okay and he just doesn't want to talk or deal right. with anyone other than you which uh, it's kind of like simple uh, sentiment but it's it's well said yeah it, it's a simple sentiment it's also kind of like sweet but also concerning at the same <laughs> like right. are you okay uh i hope so but um yeah the, it's a it's such a cool song there's so many like disparate elements going on um but it all flows together really well yeah it's kind of like uh got a twee element to it um but but then uh, with the random bursts of like hardcore punk that was interesting yeah Yeah. the the whole um the whole ep is just exciting and interesting and um really melodic and uh rocking at the same time and that's the kind of music i really enjoy so um, this was definitely for me. It was definitely not for anyone other than you. Ah, tied it back in. No, that's good. I but think it was. It was. No, it's for a lot <laughs> of just people. Saying. No, it's it's for anyone. <laughs> it's for er- anyone other than you. Oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was X Void with anyone other than you from X Void, which is out now on Don Giovanni Records. Check it out. It only takes six minutes. That's it. Like as long as most of those dirty projector songs are so there you go you know what i mean you can jam three into a That's jam true. sesh if you yeah and you or you could listen to keep your name by dirty projectors um x void is a good insult for like one of your ex lovers the x void's calling me <laughs> oh just boy flying they're just like this wormhole that of nothing yes yeah. i like it yeah. all right my next band's name is kind of like an amalgam of my name, Luke LeBen. It's LaLuke. It's spelled L-U-L-U-C. Uh, you ever heard of them before? I've heard of them. I, I can't place why. I feel like I've listened to them before, though. Um, They've had two albums out, and their 2014 album, Passerby, was co-produced by The National's Aaron Dessner, mm. who is, like, mm-hmm. the best producer in the world. Um. And uh, their new album, I was reading just some other, like Dirty Projectors, just star-studded their uh, their friends and fans of their music. Jay Maskus contributes uh, a guitar solo. Oh. And Slater Kinney's Janet Weiss and the Nationals' Matt Berninger speak very highly of their music. Mm. So you know they they got something going on here if all those great people... Uh, love them so much. So this is the duo of Zoe Randell and Steve Hassett. And uh, their third album, Sculptor, is coming out July 13th on Sub Pop. They're Sub Poppers. Ooh, baby. And I just heard this song the other day, and it was just beautiful. And let's just get into it, and we'll talk more about it after. Here's Leluk with Heist.
that you'd have me be the tired clock is ticking i'm sure you know what's missing you dreamy and i enjoyed the like wall of sound that that like droning made Mm -hmm. and then um like the subtle flourishes of um like interesting organ happening and as well as like kind of almost gospely um background vocals mixed in It it was a cool atmospheric track uh interesting universe they created and uh yeah it was it was a cool song 
I love that pad of the horns to start off the whole song. And then, yeah, like you said, the subtle organ and vocals on top of that. Uh, Zoe's vocals all around are beautiful. I love the lyrics in the chorus saying, how can you say that you want your own back while you never gave it up? And uh, the sort of theme on this album, Sculptor, is like that everyone has control of their own life. So you can basically sculpt your own life in your own future and uh, Steve Hassett said life is something you get and you can get sidetracked for years and even destroy it or you can remember that you've got some control over your life and um, I like that sentiment and uh, something about that that atmosphere they created like you were saying just with that feels very nostalgic and just like Mm -hmm. gets me gets me very emotional and then these lines where she's saying like I thought you were my friend or I thought you and I were friends and there was something to believe in and um, I'll return some other day and confront what's left kind of feels like that looking back uh, later in your life and realizing like, you know, that maybe you didn't sculpt it the way you wanted to, or maybe that you haven't up to this point and you want to take control over it. So yeah, beautiful song. I uh, had never heard of this band but I listened to some of their older stuff, the album that Aaron Destner produced, and it was more folky. So this finds them expanding a lot, and I'm really interested to see hear what's on the rest of the album. Yeah, and I'd be interested to hear where uh, a Jay Maskus guitar solo comes in because I, I it doesn't make sense in my brain right now. <laughs> just in that song, he just comes in, <laughs> just ripping. All right, so that was Luluke with Heist. From Sculptor out July 13th on Sub Pop. How do you think... With my brain. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, No, how do you think this group, Let's Eat Grandma, came up with their name? Um... I'm... I'm, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, how do you come up with their name? They're sick, nasty cannibals, and they were consuming their grandma. I mean, it's right there in the title. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to know. Um, Why? Are you about to play a song from them? I am, yeah. Um, And we both tried to get the second single that was released. Okay, good. I thought... I did not get that one, but I did get the third one. I was Um, rejected and humiliated. I was, too. In front of my community. Um, Same here. They brought me out in front of my neighborhood. The the (laughs) publicist came to my house and said, Brian, come out here. (laughs) And they said, you are not a man. You are a worthless little insect. And I felt that way. I thought they were going to just step on me and I would die. But... You know what? I I sculpted my own life, and I decided Good. I'm gonna reach out for this third song because it's Good. great too, and um I got it. So let's eat grandma. Let's eat her. <laughs> uh, our our same grandma is, has been dead for years. Yes. So I don't think so there's any cannot. eating her. No. Um, let's eat some. Let's eat uh, a grandma. How about that? Let's eat okay. a grandma. Yeah. Okay. We can probably find a grandma out on the street somewhere. Oh, I'm sure we can. Um. You know, these streets out here, they're lousy with grandmas just yeah. waiting to be snatched and devoured. So <laughs> they they sure are. Um, we'll find one after the episode. But, yeah. but for now, let's talk about the, the group Let's Eat Grandma. It's a British teenage duo. Did you know they're 
but teenagers. Oh yeah, okay. and you can tell looking at the pictures, you're like, there's some youngins. Yeah, and they they already released a full length album uh, called I Gemini. I love it so much. I have not actually listened to oh. it, so I got to listen to it. I believe uh, it was in 2015, right? 2016. Yeah. Oh, 2016. Yeah. They were 17 at the time oh. when they released their full length debut. The press release described it in a really great way: magnificent and makeshift. So it it kind of had this like quality of necessity like figuring out how to make sounds that they wanted to make but maybe they couldn't quite have the budget to do but also with like a magnificent vision so right it's pretty cool um i want to go back and listen to that but that album just kind of kind of blew up and they um got to appear on uh jules holland which hmm. is a pretty cool british yeah. um well-respected late night music show and they um, are coming out with their sophomore album later this year. And they feel like it's kind of them um, being more transparent and more honest as songwriters. And it feels more genuine. And they are kind of able to get the sound they really want. And um, I think this song is very good. There's been three songs released from it. They've all been great. This is uh, produced by Sophie or as uh you should say because all of the letters are capitalized sophie sophie yeah um and also a guy from the horrors so double produced and i believe they produced the first single that was released as well so they produced it once and then double produced it yeah man i don't know how they i don't know how they work they probably worked together who knows let's get to the song this is let's eat grandma with it's not just me And just when we discover that we need each other Here our lives keep pulling us away Now we're both so unstable at the kitchen table With these peanut bagels in the foreign Because the point is that I see it's not just me The point is that you feel my company I don't wanna say goodbye, guess I'll see you And my screen is vibrating It's not just me I know you're feeling the same way Just me. 
Gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, you you had me at a disadvantage because I love this band. Uh, like I said, I love their last album, and it felt I I when you were saying that they kind of uh this is the music they want to make. I'm like I kind of loved how all over the place the last album was, where you it would change at a second and she'd be rapping or just some crazy like magnificent like composition would take shape and now i understand what you mean because this feels like a more streamlined version of their sort of crazy style where it was just that sweet spot of super catchy and poppy and some strange sounds and a kind of strange atmosphere but uh but still super engaging i liked it a lot yeah i i like to imagine that there's a alternate universe where kind of this off kilter icy pop music is like this top in the charts yeah, yeah and i i wish that was here um because it's so catchy it's so great really well composed but it is like just not what necessarily you you expect they take the melody in interesting places where you don't really think it would go and um, I just love how like cold and icy the synths are in that yeah. song. It's, and that's yeah. kind of the feeling on their uh, last album. They kind of remind me of a band I love, Coco Rosie, where it feels very dark. But then it's interesting because I feel like these new songs have gotten poppier and poppier. But it still kind of has that dark haze over it. Um, a really interesting choice that I liked was obviously loved that synth line in the chorus. And it would start at one spot and then go up an octave and then mm-hmm. the second time they took it like super high like as high as it sounded like it could go and then the last one they kept it really low and yeah. held back and i was like oh those i'm like oh they're holding back because they're about to bring it out when she's done singing and then they didn't and i was like oh well done i like that 
keep us wanting. Yep. Playing with your expectations. Yep. That's good stuff. Yeah, I I need to check out iGemini now. Yeah, uh, hearing more it. about it, I I've really liked the singles from this upcoming album, so uh, I'm excited. A lot to dive into with Let's Eat Grandma. So that was Let's Eat Grandma. I just want to say it as many a lot times to, as possible. A yeah. lot to digest. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> grandma meat. Lots of grandma meat. All right, that was Let's Eat Grandma with It's Not Just Me from I'm All Ears out june 29th on transgressive records well like i mentioned before um some of these songs i just reached out for without realizing all the awesome people that were involved and this is definitely one of those uh this is a band called octagonally yours and uh this uh i just heard this song liked it and reached out and then uh found out that rob crow who is from the band pinback among many other bands, but mm-hmm. Pinback is what I know him from the most. Uh, it's him and P. Hicks, who uh, in the 90s was his housemate, and uh, P. became obsessed with the Optagon, which is a chord organ made by Mattel in the 1970s. Huh. And uh, when I was looking up, I hope I'm saying P. Hicks right, P-E-A, um, when I was trying to look up videos of him to learn how to pronounce his name which i didn't um it, i saw him like giving a speech explaining the octagon and how to use oh, it cool. so this music is kind of born out of that obsession with this organ and uh it's it, in the music yeah okay cool. and um I would hope so. so this uh this album they have coming out is called oy and hi-fi <laughs> for Optagonally Yours, and uh, it's out July 20th, and we're going to listen to this uh, first single from it called Night Shop. So here's Optagonally Yours with Night Shop.
Papa Likey, that song. Uh, it's a weird song. I, re- I really enjoyed it. It had like this island v- vibe to right? it with like kind of steel-ish drums. I don't know if they were actually steel well, drums. Well, that's what, but... I mean, obviously there's an organ in like the, mm-hmm. at, later on, you know, that's the octagon and some strange sounds at the end. But I'm wondering if those sort of vibe, vibraphone sounds like steel drum type sounds were from the octagon as well. Yeah, I don't it know. It be. was It was cool. And I was like trying to picture like, what island this would come from because like the the rest of the song is super weird has weird spoken word parts in it um which octagon were octagon island which were fun um well i was thinking it probably comes from um the island of dr moreau uh <laughs> it seems like music that would come out of there maybe it's a little too beautiful for for that but the the music was beautiful it was just so strange and otherworldly and couldn't quite put my finger on like where they're drawing influences from maybe a little right. maybe a little beach boys uh from their own demented brains bruh exactly yeah demented by dr moreau <laughs> yeah and uh i love obviously i'm a big pinback fan and i kind of forgot about them and just revisited and listened to a bunch of their stuff uh if you haven't heard pinback i highly recommend them but rob crow's voice is uh awesome and i love how he's kind of holding back before just belting out and when his voice goes high there it's great but you hit on the island vibes but sort of leading into that and it's called night shop it's very kind of eerie so Mm -hmm. fits in with that yeah and then it's sort of countered by that that breezy little uh chorus part but yeah obviously it's very uh compositionally different from pinback but i just those melodies and uh sort of the the song structure reminded me of some of Rob Crow's older stuff. That was Optagonally Yours with Night Shop from OY and Hi-Fi out July 20th on Joyful Noise. All right, so here is the last song that we're, we're playing. We're tied right now. This decides, will we uh, hug each other? You know, give each and other a cuzzle hug, hug if, we, if we tie, or will we skip your birthday and you'll be stuck in a time loop? I don't want to be. You'll be 27 for another year. Oh, I don't want to um, be. I am happy because no matter what happens, I get to beat Jesus. Uh, I've been waiting to beat Jesus my whole life, and I finally get to do it. I'm Why? so excited. Why are uh, we saying beat Jesus? Oh, because I'm I'm gonna be 34, and he only made oh, it to right, 33. Right, right. Not so like you're gonna make it. I'm not gonna like physically beat Jesus. No, you know I'm what else to is win over. You know what else is fucked up? Why I really hope I don't give this a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Why? I'm going to have to relive Trump's first year in office again. I'll be stuck in it. Oh, man. For eternity. Oh, there's so much bad that happens. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure sorry. there's some. You know, in all those movies, there is some way out of the time loop. Yeah, but maybe, I'm not sure what it will be. I'm going to have to find it on my own. Maybe you can find it. Um, I hate to tell you. Well. I don't really hate that much to tell you because I like this song yeah, a lot. I think you're quite happy to tell me. Um, that, actually. This is this song's really good. Uh, it comes from a band that we've played on the podcast before. This is from Wild Pink. Do you remember their album from last year? I do. It, it was, was very, very good. good. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, it was uh, their Jinx. self-titled. <laughs> oh no, I owe you a Coke. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe later we'll see how that works out. Um, it was their self-titled debut, full length, last year, and uh, it was it was great kind of breezy with some really rock out moments to it or as they describe it crunch it had good crunch to it good crunch yeah. and uh they say that this sophomore album finds them trading in that crunch for 
some lush synths, just kind of going a little more atmospheric. And I think that's mostly true, but there's definitely some crunch you'll hear in this okay. song. It's a, it's a bit, as you say, raunchy. Um, and it's kind of a style I like to call Death Cab for Springsteen. <laughs> um, a, a mixture of Death Cab for Cutie and Bruce Springsteen-ish like a little bit. Um, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about how this song uh, relates to Death Cab for Cutie for me after we listen to it, after we find out if you will be stuck in a time loop. So let's see what your fate is. <laughs> this is Wild Pink with Lake Erie. <laughs>
it seems like there's a reason for it all Why some ancient slime crossed a line Now there's a war on all life on earth be quiet for a second Brian let me get this out there okay let me explain myself I um I enjoyed that a lot it didn't fully crunch my bunch if you know what I mean um I just thought it was great it just didn't get my stamp of approval um didn't quite cross the line and I know you're thinking oh he's just doing this out of self-preservation because he doesn't want to get stuck in a time loop but you know I stamped from the heart and my heart was I, I know was not fully telling me to stamp it, but I thought it was nice. I definitely get the Springsteen vibe. I'm curious to hear about the Death Cab uh, vibe. You don't hear any Death I Cab. I didn't really, I uh, didn't really get that from that, but um, maybe a little bit for it's, just uh, the melody, but, and melody and voice yeah. a bit. Yeah, um, his voice kind of reminded me of uh, the guy from War on Drugs. I I'm uh, surprised you didn't give this your stamp of approval i feel like this one might be one that you look back on and be like huh i'm surprised i, I, didn't, know about I that. didn't give that um so the the way that it ties in to death cab with me is mainly a thematic reason and it's actually not even death cab it's with a uh, postal service so it should be postal springsteen <laughs> it could be <laughs> but um but no, like the the musically, it reminds me, it does remind me of Death Cab as well. He repeats over and over again. First, it's um, you thought you'd never get out, you thought you'd never get out, and then later in the song, he, I liked that idea. Yeah, and and later in the song, he sings about being in school, right. and I thought I'd never get out, and um, I just identify with that feeling of like there are moments in your life when you are feel like you're trapped and you're never right. escaping from this, and um. But There's you are a, the sculptor of your own life. That's true, <laughs> uh, but sometimes you don't right. have no. You don't have that wherewithal to even get to sculpting, right. you know. And um, 
there there's a postal service song called this place is a prison mm-hmm. and um that song oh, that i sense. was obsessed with when i was like feeling very trapped in a very religious college like towards the end of my tenure there yeah and i would listen to it all the time and just feel like i i this this place i'm in right now is a prison i'm right. never gonna get out of here even though i knew like that the time was coming and i like had really great friendships and everything but just Mm. there was just so much about it that was like soul crushing and so that that's kind of the reason that i draw like an emotional connection with this song maybe if you were like a little more in tune with your emotions or something you would understand it i like i liked the emotion um musically it didn't push the push it over the edge for me but it was still nice though i enjoyed it yeah i know i I feel like you made a mistake, a terrible mistake, and you're going to regret it in your life. You're going to be like, look back on this and and say, man, what did I do? Um, What mistakes I have made in my life. This is the biggest of them all. That's that's how I feel like you're going to feel. Doubt it. (laughs) So that was Wild Pink with Lake Erie from Yolk and the Fur, which is out July 20th on Tiny Engines. So we tied. We tied. I don't, I, I guess we can hug. Yeah. <laughs> You're upset. No, I'm just, not that upset. Let's just both be happy we don't have to relive Trump's first year. All right. Let's hug. Hug to that. <laughs> Brian, you smell very thickly of porcupine urine. Oh. What did you do to that thing? I didn't do anything to it. It peed on me a lot, though. Yeah, While well, you, you were trying to get its consent, and it was just peeing all over yeah. you. I took that as a no. Yeah, I think that's a wise decision. All right, well, only one thing left to do in the show, and that's talk about the music coming out this week that we're excited for in Shouts. All right, I got two people I played last week on the episode. Buck Meek with his self-titled solo debut, and Now Now with Saved. Those are both going to be great. Also, Frog Eyes' final album, Violet Psalms, that's going to be very cool. And Parquet Court's Wide Awake, which I have been patiently awaiting, probably going to top my list mm. this year. It's, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, um, yeah I have uh, four that I've played on the podcast. What uh, are they? I'll tell you. Tell me. Uh, Courtney Barnett, tell oh, yeah. me how you really feel. Uh, I'm excited for that. Riley Walker, who I played last week, yeah. Deaf Man Glance. Rick Wilson with the Banba oh, EP. That's sweet. Great. And uh, Wax Chattels. They're self-titled. Great yes. weird name. Also, um, Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks. Sparkle Hard. Super pumped about that. Yeah. Pa- Mr. Pavement Man himself. Yes, Mr. Malkmus. And also the Sidekicks with Happiness Hours. I, I'm, I haven't really heard any songs from that. And I it snuck up on me. I don't know why I'm so stupid. All right. Well, that's going to do it. You are stupid. Um, (laughs) Thank you for accompanying us on our never-ending quest for the best song ever. Uh, And if you could head over to GhettoBlasterMagazine.com and check out all the great stuff they got coming out over there. They are the reason we started this show in the first place. And uh, if you like our show, uh, please write us a review and tell everyone you know who you think might also enjoy our show and we'd like to thank our buddy Aaron Quillen and his band Congress for letting us use Pond Fight as our theme song. You can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen saying mm-hmm.
you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Like this bastard sitting across the table from me, I'm not going to let him grind me down. I am my own sculptor. Hee <laughs> hee. This is best song ever. Ever.